With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. There's still time to save on your Traeger Wood Fire Grill during the Father's Day sale. Go to Traeger.com slash DP Show to score a free Ultimate Grill bundle worth $150 with the purchase of select grills. Or save $100 unselect grills at your local dealer welcome in a uh, happy meat friday to you i um jason you don't know this i actually just uh disemboweled some ribs that i made last night just only because it's meat friday uh that because that's that that's how i that's how i roll get a little protein early in the morning uh father's day have you have you made it clear what you want for father's day uh no i'm not a huge like present kind of guy doug i don't know i, I just you want, want uh, you want space for father's day no no I, I definitely don't want space i love hanging with the kids and and the wife uh we are actually going out of town uh here shortly for a trip school year just ended on thursday i'm sure the rest of america's been out of school for a while but uh it, it's a good feeling to have finished the school year from hell as i'm sure everybody put for, uh went put to, had to deal with and uh, you know we're going to celebrate with a little getaway, and um, you know then the summer that's awaits. Kind of, your, your life is kind of uh, your life is in between getaways. Like that's you, you got you got a good thing going with your with the with the volume of getaways that you're able to pull off. I'm I'm impressed following you on social media. Hashtag, really hashtag blessed, right? I mean, listen, you get one life, Doug. You got to enjoy it, have a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I, I, it's weird. You get out to California. I lived my entire life basically in the Northeast. I spent a summer in North Carolina at an internship, but, um, and you get out to LA and it's just so different, man. Like the East, you know, this it's nine to five, it's work, work, work. Um, and out here in the West, it's like, Hey, we're going to get a volleyball game at 10 AM guys on a Tuesday. Are you in? Well, hell yeah, I'm in, you know, like a pickup basketball at noon on, on Fridays or whatever. People are always doing stuff. It's like, enjoy life first out here. And second is work. Um, a lot of people work for themselves. They start businesses and 
I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm really living the dream out here. Uh, that's Jason McIntyre, living the California dream. <laughs> I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so um, there, there's like just a, an, a ridiculous number of NBA stories. Usually the NBA drama is the offseason, but we have um, we have the Bucks beating the, the Nets last night. That series is easy, even at three. Tonight we have a doubleheader, right? We got the, the Hawks with a three games to two series lead playing at home, trying to eliminate the Sixers. The Clippers with a three games to two lead trying to eliminate uh, the Utah Jazz. Then, of course, you have the drama in Dallas. Yesterday, Rick Carlisle leaves. This a day after Donnie Nelson was fired. This a day after there's a tell-all article about a shadow GM and dysfunction within in the team. Today, Kemba Walker was traded for Al Horford. You're like, wait, what? Al Horford's where? Yeah, uh, Kemba traded to Oklahoma City. Uh, the Celtics saved some money, bring back Al Horford, get Moses Brown, get some interior help, some leadership. We'll see how that goes over. Uh, then, then, of course, you have all the other coaches and Zion's family unhappy. It sounds like his stepdad, right? Unhappy with the progress of the Pelicans. All right, so I, I just I, I give it to you, Jason. What do you think is the most interesting? I'm fascinated by the Luka Doncic situation in Dallas. Um, but I, I feel like we need to go back to uh, the 76ers, if you don't mind. Um, because we seem to greatly disagree on the Doc Rivers, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris triumvirate, if you will. Uh, I, I don't know, Doug. The hatred for Ben Simmons is is really crazy. Because remember, the 76ers worked fine all season. They were the number one seed in the East, despite Embiid getting injured again. Uh, he was an MVP candidate. But, Doug, is where are we on Ben Simmons? Like, do you think you can build a championship contender around him? Or is he just a strictly a number two? Or, I don't know, maybe he's a number three? Uh, I think he can be a part of a championship team. Look, they, they run into the classic problem of, you know, the best part about Ben Simmons is when he has the ball in his hands. The problem when he has the ball in his hands is you don't have to guard him. <laughs> right? So, so whereas, look, Giannis is limited in terms of his ability to shoot, but the more space you give him, he takes up that space, and he's so long, and he has such advanced footwork, and I think he gets away with traveling a bunch as well. But he still finds what, and his body is so big, and and he he gets an angle on you, he can still get by you. It's he starts playing downhill, and it's really really difficult. That's not really how Ben plays, right? Uh, ben, and this this was told to me when he was at LSU. It's like everybody's like, wow, he's the next this, he's the next that. His idol was Lamar Odom growing up. Mm. When he was a kid, he was Lamar Odom. And that may be why he shoots left-handed because, you know, he's right-handed and everything else. He, he Everything inside the key is is right-handed. He's a right, right-handed in real life. He's the opposite. Like Russell Westbrook is left-handed in real life. LeBron is left-handed in real life. And they play basketball right-handed, but... I think that's why he shoots left-handed. And, and, I, and a long time ago, people would say, why don't you just switch him to right-handed? He can't shoot left-handed. And he, <laughs> he, won't, he won't switch. Can you? Yeah. But it's tricky. And I, I, don't, I don't believe it totally works um, with Embiid. I think you can make it sort of work, but you have to have everything has to be perfect. And then when you factor in all they had to pay to Tobias Harris and you know what they're paying him, they just didn't have the money to spread around to the bench. 
and the bench suffered and you know, they, there's a limit to how much shooting, like you can have one Seth Curry, like, wow, he can really shoot. Like, well, why is Seth Curry available? Cause he can't guard, but you can hide that when you have Embiid and you have Simmons, you take one of them off the court. Now all of a sudden your defense changes a great deal. So it, it's, it's a tricky mix, but uh, I, I'm not selling all my stock, but man, the shooting is not yeah. getting better and the free throw yips are bad yeah. and getting worse. It's, and it's, it gets yeah. to a point to where you don't have to guard a guy, and it's it's a hard. You got to be so good if you're playing four on five. Yeah, you got to be so good at everything else. It's it's weird. It's a wing league, uh, a shooting league, and Ben Simmons is an awesome wing, but he can't shoot. You're you're 100 right. I, I I would say the Sixers are using it. He's just a clunky fit with Joel Embiid because they're both big, and take up a lot of space in the lane. And Ben Simmons, as you said, can't shoot. I just feel like if you were to build around him as your five, right, like a point center, Draymond Green with the death lineup in Golden State, if you can make Ben Simmons your five, but he can handle point, take pressure off the lead guard. Like, I, I came up no, with I a, fake, a fake trade of Ben Simmons. Okay? Just work with me here. Golden State Warriors say, man, we've got Draymond who can defend. What if we had two Draymonds, meaning a Ben Simmons deal? We give up Kelly Oubre, that Minnesota pick. We ship Weissman in a, to a third team in a, in a wacky deal. And we try to make that work with shooting Ben Simmons and Draymond Green. We have defense on the back line. Switch on everything. And I, I don't know. Could something like that work? Golden State is creative. They love to take chances. Can, can, we, can, we, can we just do this? Can we just this? Can we just get through the playoffs this year? You're already trading Ben Simmons. They had a 26-point lead. This is true. 14 minutes to go. To me, the the story of tonight is, you know, I think you find out if if Doc, you know, Doc Rivers, this is coaching. Can you get the guys to the magic level and figure it out and to to win tonight? You're the better team. Yeah, you are. You're the you're the better team. Lou Williams went a little crazy. Obviously, Trey Young did a great job getting to the free throw line, but the the bench was really what undid you. But he felt like he had to go to his bench because the starters were gassed. I thought you should have just kept the foot on the accelerator and and put him away. But I twenty six points usually is putting a team away. To to me, that's what the story of the night is. And then I, I got to tell you, if the, the Clippers can win tonight, that, that's the it, they get past the second round for the first time in franchise history <laughs> without Kawhi Leonard against the number one seed in the West. And you can tell me that Donovan Mitchell he's got a tweaked ankle. Uh, he's still. Uh, let's go 95% of Donovan oh, Mitchell. I don't know about 95%. I mean, he's not the guy he was in the first two games. That's clear. I mean, he got injured in game three and left with six minutes left and never returned. I know they were down like 15 or whatever. Retweaked but... an ankle that he missed 16 games. Yeah, man. I don't think he's 95%. I think like more like 65%. Yeah, I mean, you I, watch I, Donovan Mitchell early. You're like, wait a sec. It's the, fir- it's the third quarter and Donovan Mitchell's attempted eight shots? This is not the guy who had, you know, 30-plus in like six straight games. This just is not the same guy. All right, so what happens tonight? I don't know. I'm I, I just I'm I, I don't want to give the Clippers any shine. Um I, I you know, you and I can go another fifteen rounds on Ty Lu. Uh no Kawhi Leonard and they advance with Reggie Jackson leading the way and Morris and Terrence Mann off the bench, like Nick Batum, the, his corpse has been exhumed, and he's like playing spirited defensive basketball. That's a hell of a run for the Clippers, man. Well, I, I still don't I, think I, they I get think by what the people Suns. Are, I think what people are missing on 
on the Clippers. And look, I, I think they got that one game bump playing without him. I don't know if they can win another game against against the Jazz team. We'd also point out that the Jazz, this is much like much like your Sixers take. Like you just can't fall back on the regular season. Like the regular season is is irrelevant. In, <laughs> no, but it's it doesn't really it, it's it you it's very hard to draw a correlation between what the regular season with because the postseason is just different. Yeah. The the level of intensity is different. The officiating is different. And so you can get away with taking more threes than anybody in the regular season. At time in the postseason, I do think fatigue and pressure play a factor yeah. and it's harder to live by the three. Somebody smart in the league told me, Doug, that the regular season really shows off your strengths and the playoffs really show off your weaknesses. Your weaknesses. That's yeah. good. That's and, good, that, you know, good when I heard that, I was like, okay, Ben Simmons' weakness. Well, it's become glaring in the fourth quarter of one game. Hey, by the way, Giannis, I don't think the stat's been mentioned enough, did not take a three-pointer last night. Did you notice that? Yes. He heard finally, hey, Giannis, stop with the pull-up threes. Bro, you stink at three-pointers. You're shooting like 9%. Take it inside. Take James Harden to pound town and just destroy him on the block. And, you know, Giannis finally after multiple postseasons of failing, is starting to... I mean, if he goes down to the block in Game 7, they don't have an answer. Uh, they, they shelved Claxton, you know, uh, who, who looked good in the regular season. The playoffs are really showing teams' weaknesses, and if you can get over those weaknesses, whether, uh, you know, Joe Harris looks awesome in the regular season. I mean, where is he? He's on a milk carton in the playoffs, Doug. Well, it's, it's the level... Remember, when you have, when you have James Harden... And you have uh, Kyrie Irving, and you have Kevin Durant. You have to essentially put a guy and a half on each one of those guys. <laughs> and so, when you're the fifth option, then and Joe Harris is moving and spotting, he's you're getting all clean looks. Now you you don't have to pay nearly as much attention to James Harden. You don't have to pay nearly as much attention to whomever else the Nets are throwing out there instead of Kyrie Irving. Now you can pay special attention to Joe Harris and the looks are different. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a different role. It's like, it's like trying to explain to somebody, all right, look, you've been a number two wide receiver your whole life. Now let's move you over to number one. Yeah. It, like it's, it's different. Yeah. By the way, you know? uh, a, a, another quick note uh, on strength and weakness, regular season. Oh, Rudy Gobert's the jazz MVP. He's so good defensively. The jazz are third in the league in defensive efficiency. Rudy Gobert in the playoffs. Um, do we need to pull him uh, for more more Georges Niang or or Jordan Clarkson for offense? I'm going to point out the defensive efficiency stats in the league. The Lakers were number one. Anthony Davis bounced. They lost. Sixers are two. They're about to be eliminated. Utah was three. New York was tied for third. Golden State, Memphis, all the top defensive teams either gone or about to be toast. Uh, Brooklyn, by the way, was number one. The Clippers were number two in offense. And Phoenix was number four in offense. I mean, Doug, it's an offensive league now. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely changed a great deal. And then and the spacing is and the, the skill of the shot making. Um, but a team that was putrid on defense, outstanding on offense is the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. They get eliminated. The story comes out that Luca isn't happy with the shadow GM, was close to Donnie Nelson, who drafted him. Although some of Donnie's uh, more recent selections uh, haven't haven't worked out as well, 
you, so you think that Luca would scare away potential coaching candidates? No, you want to coach Luca. It's this Mark Cuban Harlebob. And by the way, a lot of people who are tuning in have no idea who this Harlebob character is. He was allegedly an amazing NBA gambler back in the day. He put together some algorithm that helped him win a lot of money gambling on the NBA. Um, so Mark Cuban says, I like outside-the-box guys. I'm going to bring in this NBA gambler. Like, this guy had no experience in any front office, in any NBA capacity. He's just an NBA gambler. And Cuban apparently loves him. And the rest of the front office does not. Rick Carlisle did not. And now Mark Cuban basically has a shadow GM, his guy, Harlebob. Now, Doug, you you and I go to some Laker games, right? I, I like to go two hours before, hang out courtside, watch up close, like Luka Doncic three feet away from me working out. And, Doug, one of the last games before the pandemic hit was that I went to was Mavs-Lakers. I wanted to see Luka up close. You know, you see trainers that you know courtside, you talk to people. And I kept noticing a guy on the Mavs sideline who had, like, a flotilla of people around him, handing him papers, talking to him. And I asked somebody, like, who is this guy? He, he seems like the most important guy out here besides Luka. Oh, that's Harlebob. And the guy really carried himself like he was running things, Doug. And I was stunned. I'm like... Wait, this is the former gambler, and he's basically running the Mavs sideline like during warmups. Interesting, and you could tell he has all the power. Doug, if I'm a coach, you're basically going in. Here's what you're going to do. We're going to tell you what to do, and you have to deal with Luca. And oh yeah, the shadow of billionaire Mark Cuban is at every game. Doug, that is a lot of pressure, and you're not going to have a lot of say on the sideline. Well, I, I think it depends who the GM is. You know, you got to have a guy who has your back. The GM will, will hire his his next coach. Uh, there's some talks that it'll be Jamal Mosley, who's kind of a you know company guy, and he's been there and very well respected. I I think that we're gonna you're gonna end up finding out that most of the coaching hires, not all, like I think Terry Stotts, maybe Carlisle gets an, another shot, maybe with Portland, uh, but I would say that most of these guys who get hired will be in the, they're about 40 years old mm. and they, they played recently and they've been on a bench and Sam Cassell's, the Jamal Mosley's, the Chauncey Billups's of, of the world. I think that's the way the league is trending. And some of it is for control from the front office. Some of it is for relatability. Like I even think the Boston Celtics, like nobody thinks Brad Stevens is not a brilliant basketball coach, but the con- construct of that staff and the, the age of the players and at some point, they just tune out something yeah. that they don't feel like you've actually ever done before, fair or unfair. No matter how successful Brad has been and respected he is around the league and in coaching circles, it, it felt like he wasn't getting that same level of respect. Okay, C- Contrarian question for you, Doug. Rick yeah. Carlisle, yes, he's 61. Is his firing a bit of an overreaction to two straight playoff losses to the Clippers, who are one of the best teams in the league with two superstars on the roster? Um, they pushed him to six last year, way ahead of schedule, and they pushed him to seven this year. If they're facing anybody else in the West, you know, Denver, uh, Portland, whatever, the Mavs are advancing. We know that. Is this an overreaction to losing to the Clippers? No. No. I, I would say, I, look, I think he lost the series when they were up what was the score they were up? I think they were up 19 in the first quarter. Yep, 30 to 11 in game three. They're up 19 in the first quarter of game three. Now, in, in fairness to Rick Carlisle, taking Luca out with, you know, between four and five minutes to go in the first quarter, that's what they do. That's how they, that's their rotation. 
The difference is you got a chance. You put a team down 25 or 30, and the Clippers were not ready to play that night. The arena was still half empty at the time. It was in Dallas. But the, the thing is over, over if you can win that game. It was a, th- a three- or four-point game by the end of the first quarter. That's when they lost the series, when you, you took your foot off the neck of, of the Clippers and they, and they, re- and they reacted. So um, I, think, I think it's, a, it's probably a bunch of things. But he, he leaves with two years left in a deal. My guess is that he'd had enough. They'd had enough of him. He probably has something lined up. And, uh, you know, you fired Don Nelson. I'm not really down with some guy I don't know or respect. Mm-hmm. You know, running this thing, I just... And let me and, add and, one more ahead. thing on the maps. So Mark Cuban and his shadow GM, Harlebob, also, according to an athletic story, just went rogue in the draft and took Josh Green 18, and all the scouts are looking at each other like, wait a sec, what the heck did we just do? I'm not going to kill him for the Josh Green pick. He's a young player. We didn't see much. But the guy who went after him, Sadiq Bey, yeah. was first-team all-rookie. Uh, Tyrese Maxey went 21. He had very good flashes with the Sixers. Uh, Emmanuel quickly was an impact player for the Knicks. He went 25th. Like, I mean, shadow GM guy and Cuban, apparently this Josh Green pick, like they bricked that. And let's be They they also took uh, Tyrell, uh, was it Terry Terry at 31. He can't play. He did. I I, I don't, that seems strong. He's not good at all. Uh, I, I struggle to see him being an NBA player and NBA, you know, in the first round, you you miss on two like I didn't I didn't see the Tyrell Terry pick at all. Yeah, he, okay. he can really he can really shoot, but like he's not better than Jalen Brunson, you know. And he's not he's not better. Like yeah. I I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't under. And can I didn't we be honest? This Mavs roster is not very good outside of Luca. Like Porzingis, you gotta ship him out of town if you can get Orlando or somebody to bite on. Hey, no free agent star is gonna sign there. Hey, we take think this guy stinks. Goods. You take it. <laughs> take damaged goods, Porzingis. Now you're selling yeah. low, so you're not gonna get a ton. But I think you got to do – you cannot trot this same roster out next year, Doug. We agree on that, right? You just can't do that. No, but nobody's trotting the same roster out next year. The Lakers won the championship. They had four players come back. Like, that's not the reality of it. Right. The, the question is, how do you, how do you make up the, the – the big – the issue they're going to run into is, obviously, you want to build around Luka. But Luka so completely dominates the basketball. It's like, all right, so – Am I just, you were just going to get guys that catch and shoot? Like, are we going to get to play with the ball a little bit too? And Luka doesn't guard at all. Right? I mean, he's, he makes James Harden look like, like Michael Cooper. Worst sometimes. defensive player, Luka or Damian Lillard? Oh, I think I it's Dame. Say, I think, and I, mean, I like Dame a lot. Luka's got a bigger body, so he can at least put a body on a right. guy. Uh, I would say Luka's a worse defender, but a better, but a Ooh. bigger body. Okay. So yeah, it's not, it's, it's not good. All right. Coming up next. Um, do the Bucks suddenly have control over the Nets? And what does that mean to the future of the Eastern Conference, to Budenholzer, to, to Giannis? We'll, we'll get to all that upcoming next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I'm with you. It's the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, alongside Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Is your dad's razor older than you are? My dad used to use these terrible 
disposal razor, disposable razors, but he would reuse them. They're gross, and they would just cut your face up. Ugh. Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one uh, now at a store near you as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug, actually. You can do Doug. That that works as, as well. Um, yeah, my, my late father was a... Uh, he used to use the old uh, Bic disposable razor. And, you know, they had that, like, Tennessee orange top to them, right? So then... I'd go in there, you know, want to shave alongside him. I'd put on the shaving cream and have the, the, the razor with the top still on it. Pretend like I was shaving, but man, those, you got to get a, you got to get a high level. If you're going to spend a little bit more, you spend it on the six, six, uh, six blade razor, uh, McIntyre. Let's, uh, we're going to get to David Thorpe. He's going to join us from, from true hoop. You got to, you know what you should do? This is what you should do. What should I do? You should get all of your basketball hot takes ready. Throw them at, at, at David and watch him swat them away. Right. That's, that's what I would do. I, that's because you, you, what was the, the, um, you're not sure yet on Ty Lue, right? That's one. I, well, I don't, I, what I has Ty Lue ever yeah. done? Well, no, we know what he's done. He won a title in Cleveland. He, he won. No, but you said, well, he's and, only had pocket aces. Right? He, pocket Kings. I said, I don't pocket know. Kings. I mean, okay. you know, I, you could go aces, uh, you know, Kawhi, what, maybe the best two way player in the league, LeBron, like it's really tough. Uh, how do we know how good he is? You know? But again, then then the question by is by watching like, well, the playoffs, by watching yeah, what well, watching what, him what fall he's... behind o two in every series when he's got Kawhi and Paul George, and then he makes adjustments because he's desperate and has to. And you know, again, Paul Kawhi has been dominant. Paul George finally showed up. Uh, it's just I, I don't think it's a slam dunked obvious that Tyloo's great. If he's so great, why is he down o two in both series to start? He's got the better team. He's favored in each series, Doug. Again, you go as Vegas as the as the end all be all. No, I don't it's think. I, no I don't end all be all. This look, is all look, subjective. I don't think, There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, we. I mean, if you go, it's Phil yeah, Jackson a good wrong. coach. Yes, Phil Jackson is an amazing. Uh, we know he's a really good coach. Okay, but then you make the same argument about him with he's always had great players. Right, like but not Michael everybody. Jordan never won anything until Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen did, Neither did Kobe and Shaq. David Thorpe joins us. True yes. Hoop, he's former coach himself at Coach Thorpe. He still coaches coaches guys as, as well. I got to tell you, like, I've been crazy impressed with Ty Lue and the adjustments that he's made and also the steadiness when they when they fall behind in games and in series like you can't there's no facial effect. You can't tell what what's going on as a guy who has coached and knows this league. Are you do you think the jury's still out on Ty Lue? Well, it depends on what we're looking for. What, what's the charge? I, I think I think he's a good, a very good coach for sure. Whether he's a lead or not, it's, we, I agree with Jason. We can't say he's a lead or not. I would tell you this though. Uh, he, I wrote this actually before Game Five. Uh, he's come up with an adjustment that's the checkmate of the series, uh, and that was and it worked even after Kawhi went out. Which is, you know, they started small but solid on defense. So little guys playing solidly because. When they go small, the Clippers are huge, right? Reggie Jackson's a little guy, but his wingspan is seven feet. Like they, Batum has got a wingspan of seven, whatever. These are long, tall guys mostly. They just didn't play a center. Well, then in game two, they went big. That didn't work out. They played solidly again. Game three, they didn't just go small. They really pressured. They denied passes they hadn't denied before. They absolutely pressured the ball. They, get, they got in Donovan's face more, and the series flipped. They've been blowing. They've been blowing the Jazz out. They blew Jazz out, obviously, game three and four. Game five, I thought they lacked some energy to start the game. It's hard to play that hard for that long, 
And I thought there was a little bit of energy slippage in the beginning of game five. They picked it up. The Jazz kept making contested shots, and that melted away in the second half, and they won without Kawhi. Again, uh, this playoff, guys, is always about move, counter, move, and you, you ultimately hope to find a counter that the other team can't counter back. And right now the Jazz have not figured out what the Clippers have done. It's been three straight games that they've not adjusted. All they do is keep driving, driving, driving. The Jazz's blender, which is what they call their offense, is based on passing and then driving. And they have not figured it out, and they're in a lot of trouble here. Uh, David, uh, very familiar with your work. Congrats on all your success. Uh, I know I, I had Henry Abbott on my podcast. He speaks the world of you, obviously. Um, real quick, uh, is Donovan Mitchell playing on one leg? Is that an accurate statement? Because he has not looked like the same guy the last uh, two games. And the other part of this is, you know, Rudy Gobert in the regular season is awesome. Oh, he's a great defender and he's all this. He's getting exposed in this series as like almost played off the court. I mean, he goes long stretches, like seven, eight minutes, having zero impact offensively. I, I just, I don't know what to make of centers in the current NBA. Okay. Yeah, so, Jason, I listened to that podcast with Henry. It was awesome. Uh, I listen to anything you guys do. So, uh, yeah, listen, Donovan Mitchell is not the only guy playing tired and hurt. I think part of the Clippers' defensive design is to wear Donovan out. He keeps attacking. Again, they're all driving a lot. He's the best driver they have. Maybe the real only good driver, something with Mike being, with Conley being out. And uh, he's driving to the teeth of their defense too often, and it's absolutely wearing him down. To defend Ty Lue a little bit too, and I, I'm not some kind of big fan of his. I'm just trying to call balls and strikes. Yes. I've heard for a while now that both Kawhi and Paul George are nowhere close to 100% in terms of their physicality mm. so, and their ability to move and everything. So I think that it's impacted them a little bit, both in the Dallas series and then in games one and two in the, in the Utah series. For Gobert, I, I, I don't blame Rudy so much. He is what he is, right? He's not a guy you can throw the ball to in the post. The Clippers have gone small. Rudy, Rudy depends on the blender working to get you. Know, he leads the league in dunks every year. <laughs> so he depends on that blender for that to happen. Well, his last game, I think the Jazz do like 202 passes, maybe a little more than that, but they, you know, they want to throw 250, 260, 270 or more, and they're not doing that. And I think Rudy needs that to be effective. I don't think he's played off the court defensively. Yes. He's done a great job against those Clippers guards. He's just not, not going to pitch a shutout against them, but he's not being exposed defensively like people might think. He's, he's guarding the perimeter pretty well. I, 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 I completely agree. And, and, oh, yeah, by the way, the way for him to score is off screen roll, and if you don't have your point guard, who's a screen roll point, you know, like that's going to change your ability to change the game offensively. Now, it would also change the Jazz defensively if you had Mike Conley in there. So there's, there's a lot more to it than just they're playing small, the Jazz are playing big, why can't he dominate inside? Like that's it, right. Like you're giving us the the nuance and the reality to it. Uh, David Thorpe joining us from True Hoop. Uh, Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Um, I want to get to some kind of bigger storylines. You have two very very talented young players, and whether or not Luca's happy or not happy. I don't think you can be happy with another first round exit, but, but also the change of the GM change of the coach. What are your thoughts on what's really going on in Dallas? I mean, that's the story, right? That's, that's really what we're all talking about is what we, besides the trade with Boston just now, we're not really sure what that's all about either. <laughs> uh, I think that I happen to know Herabalos. Uh, I think he's, oh. I don't think he's, it's fair to say that uh, you can just blame one guy. There's, there is a, a problem from the top. Not, nothing against Mark Cuban. I've done deals with Mark. He's, a, he's always been great with me. Uh, he's a very interactive owner. 
uh, like most of these guys are. Uh, and, and so you have to look at the top. You have to ask him, what's going on in the culture of your team? Uh, we may find out. Like, if they, if they hire the right guy or, or girl, whoever that is, and things get smooth, uh, and they win a playoff series, which Trey Young is about to maybe win his second one before Lucas won even one, which is another great narrative. Uh, then they'll have figured it out. But, but right now, uh, you know, Luke, I'm sure, has some power. You wouldn't think they would have let Rick leave if, uh, or Don leave if that's what Luca wanted uh, in terms of staying, and clearly he's okay with it. My guess is they, they've talked to Luca about it. Uh, just like LeBron, as you guys know, some of our top players do have some power now and some leverage with what they want to see. So Luca as GM, let's just see what you guys come up with because he's, a very, he, he's one of the best players of his age of all time, for sure. Like There's no doubt what this guy can do. And, and yet, they've never gone in the first round. Now, they do play in the West, which is pretty dang hard. Let's be fair. If Trey Young was in the West, I don't think he'd want to play a series yet yeah. either. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they got work to do. David, you make a great point about the young guys running the lead. Trey Young got Lloyd Pierce allegedly fired. They butted heads. Luka Doncic versus Carlisle. There's some reports about that. And now the Zion Williamson, Stan Van Gundy uh, issue in New Orleans. I, I think you can make a case that... If New Orleans is going to do anything, they need to do something completely radical, make a huge splash, do something massively outside the box, because let's be real, Zion Williamson is probably leaving New Orleans at some point. That roster's not very good. Uh, I know Griffin has a lot of relationships, so the media doesn't go after him a lot. I just don't see a path to success for the for the Pelicans right now. What do you think happens with this coaching hire? Oh, I think they're, I think they're going to look big picture. Uh, I don't think you're wrong though. I think they've got to, they've got to make Zion happy. They have to think, they do seem to think out of the box. But the coaching, the front office is very European centric in a good way. Trajan Langdon, the, the GM, played in, uh, in Moscow, uh, is very tied to what they do in Europe. Uh, as he should, the tactics they use on the court, uh, how to talk to European players are just a little different than our, our NBA guy, our American guys. Uh, I think Stan, I, during the season, I was already hearing rumblings inside that he, he just wasn't reaching the players. I had, I had a very, very powerful insider tell me the day he got hired, he'll never last more than one season. Wow. And this guy, this guy was right. Uh, it's, and I love Stan. Uh, it's just not a, uh, it wasn't a good fit. Zion is going to have to, you better check with him. Hey, who do you, you, he needs to have ownership a little bit into the selection. Not that he knows anybody, but checking with him, seeing how he feels about things. This is how we want to play. You know, they drafted Jackson Hayes, which I thought they should have done. In fact, I wrote about it before even the draft. They should trade down and draft him. He's the most athletic center in the league. Uh, they've got Zion Williamson, the most athletic power forward in the league. Uh, their point guard, Lewis Malabama, is super fast and quick and talented. Brandon Ingram is, isn't the most athletic three, but he's very skilled and talented as a scorer and super long. They can really go up-tempo, play 10, 11 guys a game, press and trap. That's a little different. We don't see a lot of that in the league, and I think we should. It also... Limit Zion's minutes a little bit because you'll play more guys, almost like a hockey rotation. He'll still get plenty of minutes, but he won't overdo it. Probably good for him. And so I would talk. I would talk to people that can play that way and let Zion be your primary ball handler as a four. Uh, that's a unique team, and that can win a lot of games. Uh, but I think David. I know David really well. I think that they're uh, they're going to talk to a lot of people, uh, men and women, and come up with a good plan, not just with the head coach, but with the staff itself. Or, or I agree with you completely, Jason. I think Zion will be gone if they don't do it the right way. Oof. Within X number of years, two, three, four years, he's gone. Um, uh, okay, Let, let's. There is an elephant in the room that that you've made sure to point out that it might not be a man who gets one of these jobs. 
I, look, I believe that that what, what we're going to usher in is an era of a younger, more relatable coach, right? And whether it's Chauncey or Sam Cassell in the Ty Lue model, maybe Jamal Mosley in Dallas, uh, guys that have played, you know, obviously Jamal didn't play in the NBA, but the, everybody else did. I think that's the era. Do you think that whether it's Teresa Witherspoon or Becky Hammond, that they played but not in the NBA and being being the first women, do you think that will because because I'll, I'll ask the question, then I'll, we'll have a little. Do you yeah. think that actually happens this year? It, I mean, right now we have seven jobs open, and if the Bucks will win game seven, I don't know if Bud keeps his job, and now we have eight. So although we think Nate McMillan will probably keep his job in Atlanta or, or take one of these other jobs that are open, because I think right now uh, Coach McMillan is pretty much in demand. Uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen soon, Doug, and it should. And I want to say this publicly. As, as someone who's coached over 80 NBA players and, you know, 100-plus guys that have played in Europe, whatever, the most, most young people in this world are used to a strong feminine voice, female voice in their life, mom, grandma, aunt, whatever. They're just so used to taking orders from their, the people in their lives every day that are the adults when their kids are growing up, playing the game, AAU tournaments and everywhere else. You know going to AAU tournaments how loud the women are. They're right there with their, with their husbands, with the fathers, whatever. Uh, uh, these women know the game just as good as any man does. And I'm so glad you brought the point of a play in the league, Doug, because I hate the fact that you, you have to have played in the NBA. It's unfair. It's unfair. I don't care what the color of your skin is or where you're from. If you can coach the game, you can coach the game and teach the game. And I do think there should be an emphasis on teaching the game, not just X and O strategy, but developing these players, uh, understanding we've had these guys, you know this, fellas, them talking about the anxiety they feel because of social media, which I'm not denigrating social media. It's a reality. So they feel pressure that uh, former athletes never used to feel. It's a different world. And so you got to be able to talk to these guys. You don't just want to rely on your sports psychologist. As a coach, you need to be the sports psychologist too. And so finding people that can talk to all these players, not just the young players, all the players, it's not a, it's not a skill set unique to men, nor a skill set unique to men that play in the NBA. They just need to know the game and know people. And I hope that we have an owner soon enough recognizing, because when they do, they recognize that, it'll open up a whole other level of very talented people that can make our players and our league better. Damn, that's a really good point. I had not thought of that, but that is an extremely good point, Dave. I, I, I would, the, oh. the, counter, the counter to that is I think it takes the very specific job because there's two parts to it. One, like it, it sounds great, but will, will they actually listen? Okay, and in order to listen, like Becky Hammond's best chance of success is San Antonio because the organization has her back. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. she goes into an organization where nobody knows, and it's a it's a it's a headline hire. But then the question for all of these GMs is: Okay, you can hire him, but can you fire him? Right? If you you fire, you know, you fire Lloyd in Atlanta was like a year and a half in, or however many however long it was in. It's not that big, not that big a deal, right? You fire Stan one year and not that big a deal. Nine months, you're, right? But you fire the first ever wo- women's head coach. If you're like, this ain't working, right? You you don't want to be saddled with, hey, I can't fire her because it's going to be a PR disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what happens is, well, she wasn't fired. She's fired because she's a woman. Like, no, 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 she's fired because they didn't, they couldn't relate to her. It didn't work. I think those are the two questions that we 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 
have not yet had oh. answers. And then it's like, oh, we hired a woman. That's why Zion left in two years and didn't sign his rookie qualify. Uh, but you can't think of it like that. That, that. That's a negative thought line. That's that's right? a reality. It's not a, neg- it's a reality it's, thought no, it's, line. It's both. It's negative and it's reality. I think process is a big part of it, right? Sam Hinkie wasn't wrong. Uh, if your process is going the wrong way, you need to make a change. If you're, if you're heading the right way, you don't. And you've got to dis- have integrity, right? And your decision-making as, a, as an executive, just like you do as a parent, you have to have integrity to your decision-making and, and not, not go to emotion, not worry about optics. Uh, I, do, I do think you're right, Doug. It does take a, a GM. In a, like Sam Hinkie, I'm sorry, Sam Preston can hire whoever he wants. Yep. He, he's, he's good. And not that they're changing anything there, but he, he, you know, someone that's Pat Riley too, someone and his bolster's not going anywhere, but that's why those guys are such good coaches. And a lot of times it's because they're playing for someone that knows that they're, they're there for long haul. I think we're ready for it. I just hope some owner pulls the trigger. And David Thorpe, true hoop at coach Thorpe. You want to follow him on Twitter. David, thanks so much for joining us. Take care guys. Be safe. All right. Hawks or Clippers. We get a close out tonight. We discuss next with Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan the Danettes. Don't worry, haters. They're back on Monday. All right, Jay. What do you mean, let's, haters? They love us, Doug. They really, really love us. Let's get to, uh, let's get to tonight's games, okay? Uh, Philly, Atlanta. I can guess by the sound of your voice you're taking Atlanta to... Yeah, I, I'm rooting Atlanta because, Doug, you know in this industry, we, we root for chaos and storylines. Philadelphia losing puts Doc Rivers on the hot seat, maybe, and puts Ben Simmons squarely in the trade crosshairs. And, Doug, you know what we do in this industry is so fun, right? But when we preview a game, if we spend like two hours previewing one game, the shelf life for the podcast and our takes is literally like eight hours or whatever. The game ends and it's done. But we like to spin it forward with, if you boot Doc Rivers, can Daryl Morey bring in X? What about Ben Simmons going here, there, or the? You know that can last for weeks, and you can really milk that. So I like storylines and chaos. So I'm rooting Atlanta, but I do believe Philadelphia wins tonight. I just want to note, in the last hour, Utah was favored by one. It went up to two, and now I'm seeing two and a half. I wonder if somebody knows something about Mike Conley's status for tonight. Will he play? I don't. I, I personally don't know, but the line movement tells me something is up. You think Conley's going to play? I, I, it's possible. I mean, he's qu- he's listed as questionable. Yeah, um, I, I, I just don't. I don't know if that. I. It's one of those. Normally, you'd say that makes them better, but. Considering he hasn't played, well, in your pick so and long. roll thought makes Rudy Gobert way, way, way more impactful. And remember, their bench, as you said, was thin. They're going to the kid from Yale, Mie Oni, who was a really good college player, but he's out of his element here in the NBA playoffs against like Paul George on the wing and even Reggie Jackson. By the way, uh, Doc Rivers making eight million dollars a year. Uh, <laughs> you're, you have them. You have five year guaranteed contract. If you have them. Paying thirty-two million for him to not coach anymore after one season, uh, I I I I don't see that. I do think, um, I think the the Sixers win. I think the Jazz win tonight. Oh, that's spicy. <laughs> not really. I mean, they're the two better teams as the rosters are currently comprised. I would love to see the the the, the Clippers, and uh, 
Look, I think the Clippers are have to be cursed. I think that's the only possible explanation. <laughs> has to has to be. And then Paul, of course, playoff P shows up, and where he's had previous nightmares in Utah, he plays out of his mind the other night. I would I would like to see the Clippers win because I just feel terrible for mm-hmm. them figuring out how to win together, and then all of a sudden Kawhi goes down. Uh, I but I do think that the Jazz are really good and. The, the problem with the more games you play against the Jazz, they had game two, they made 23s. You feel like they have one more game in them where they're going to make everything they throw. And then when they do that, it's just very hard to yeah. beat them. Hey, by the very, way, is anybody living a better life right now than Devin Booker? Uh, he's at the top of his game. He's in the conference finals. He has a vintage car collection that has Jay Leno jealous. He's dating Kendall Jenner. And he just made buddies with the guy from the Suns fan who beat the crap out of that Utah fan and said Suns in four. Um, And I should say beat the crap out of while defending himself. But like Devin Booker's on top of the world right now. He is a such a star and really living in the moment and crushing it. So shout out to Devin Booker wherever you are. Yeah. Um, Okay. I don't even know where that that I I, mean, the, the interesting thing is the more this thing goes, the more it helps Chris Paul get through COVID protocols, right? Which is just, oh, my God. Poor Chris Paul. The guy's hurt every year in the playoffs. Something unlucky happens to him. And now he somehow tests positive for COVID. Um, well, yeah, remember, he, what's, yeah. what's crazy about it was he went in the stands after they got the, after they won the series. You're like, is that where he got it? Did he get it previously? He was vaccinated previously? Um, that, 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 part, that part is crazy. All right, for the record, for the record, you're taking Hawks? No, I, I bet I'm about to bet the Sixers if I can get three. Still, it's moving to three and a half. Okay, and I think and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Jazz just because I'm an idiot. Okay, so well, no, I I made those picks, and now you're saying you're an idiot for the picks that agree with me. <laughs> Straight fire says podcast. Check out the Doug Gottlieb show or the All Ball podcast. I'm Doug Gottlieb. He's Jason McIntyre. This is the Dan Patrick show. Later. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.